This is Wednesday, June 9th. Recently, when sorting through photographs my father took across his lifetime, I came across an assortment of pictures from our family dinner table. Family reunions, dinner parties, Christmas and Thanksgiving celebrations. It was sweet to see those special moments captured. My mom's fine china and silver adorned the table. Flowers and candles. And of course, the food. Roasted turkey, sweet potato potato casserole, green beans and cream corn. Not to mention the salad and dessert. A freshly baked pound cake. Now, of course, the most cherished part was the time together. Usually three generations, sometimes four were present. Seeing those photographs made me wish for those days. Now, I share my memories to provoke your own and to get us thinking about feasts. The Jewish Passover was the first and most important feast of the Jewish people. It was not made up of sober reflection, but joyful celebration. Families gathered in the early spring as the Lord commanded. They butchered a lamb or goat and opened the family's choice wine and sat together for a few hours. They savored the food and retold the story of their salvation. The children had one of the best parts. They got to ask questions and challenge the adults to explain what happened when God freed their people from Egyptian slavery. The dinner was punctuated by the drinking of four full glasses of wine. We learned about this this past Sunday in worship. The family drank the wine as they shared each of the four promises that the Lord gave to his people at the Exodus. Here is the text of those promises from Exodus chapter 6. Say therefore to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will deliver you from slavery to them. I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. I will take you to be my people, and I will be your God, and you shall know that I am the Lord your God who has brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. Exodus 6, verse 6-7 to Now do you hear those promises God made to his people? They are simply, I will bring you out, I will deliver you, I will redeem you, I will take you. Those are the words spoken each year at the choreographed Passover Seder or dinner. Now, in between these readings of the promises, other symbolic foods are shared, such as a roasted egg, a sign of hope, and a sign that new life is coming. Bitter herbs, the reminder of the bitter toil of their slavery. A shank bone of a lamb, reminding them of the lamb that was slain. That lamb became the main course of the meal that night. But what was more important was that the blood of the lamb was spread on the door frames of each home to protect the family inside from the angel of death. Now the first night the Lord told the people to eat it in a hurry because they would leave Egypt right away. And for this reason, bread was not given time to rise. Instead, unleavened bread was served at the dinner as well. And again, this practice is retained to this day. 
Now, the Passover meal is often interrupted with prayers of gratitude and praise to the Lord who saved them. Being together and hearing the familiar words was like looking in on a wedding ceremony where you hear once again the vows you shared with your spouse. These memories were deep and wide, and the gratitude flowed freely like the wine did. And yes, as we've said, it was a celebration. You can imagine what drinking four glasses of wine would do to the guests. It was a joyous and heady affair for sure. Now, we need to remember when we celebrate the Lord's Supper. Indeed, the Passover is where the meaning of this meal comes from. Our Passover costs the Son of God his life. But God invites us to join the feast. Now, as we learned on Sunday, the Passover was all about God's promises and God's doing. The people did nothing but celebrate and enter into their new freedom. And this is what the gospel tells us Jesus has done. He's done it all. He's finished the race as the author and perfecter of our faith. Think about this. The Jewish people repeated the promises for over a thousand years, setting the stage for a salvation that would spread to the whole world and a lamb whose sacrifice would liberate people from every tribe and nation on earth. This is what we rejoice in when we celebrate this meal at Granada. Let me tell you a little about the way Jesus celebrated it with his disciples. No doubt they followed the plan for the feast. John, as the youngest disciple, would most likely have been the one asking the questions, and Jesus, the host of the meal, would have provided most of the answers. Now, of course, we remember that Jesus greeted the disciples when they arrived at the meal with a towel around his waist. After the disciples got over the shock of seeing Jesus take the task of a slave, he washed their feet and the dinner began. As he shared the unleavened bread, he said, This is my body given for you. Then Jesus was sharing the third cup, the cup of redemption. And after speaking the words God had given them, he said, I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. Jesus added, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. You see, Jesus was the arm of the Lord outstretched to redeem his people forever. Now we'll pick up tomorrow with the rest of the story from the ending of the Lord's Supper. But let's pray. Lord God, as we enter into the meaning of this amazing meal that you gave your ancient people, help us to embrace and receive the gift that you've given us in Jesus, the freedom that we have in him. Help us to enter into the joy of our salvation, knowing that you have accomplished all that is needed in Jesus to bring us home. Fill us with the joy of knowing that we are yours. In your name we pray. Amen.